you need a timeout. I'm a star in the clutch, I'ma shine out. Working hard, yeah, I'm back on my grind now. Game on, took a loss, but I stay strong. Super Bowl rings, I just wanna play off. Gotta go hard, I can never play soft. Giant in New York, I run it back like Saquon. And I gotta win no matter what, like. Fourth down, Hail Mary, no punch, like. Every time I touch down, I gotta stunt. Randy Moss, yeah, my number's going up. Alright, welcome in to Armchair Fantasy Football Podcast. This is Robert, and I'm sitting here virtually with Colin and Nabil this time. You want to say what's up, guys? What's up? How's it going? And uh, so you probably... So last time we had Nate, and... I mean, normally we do this thing with Nate, but Nate just happens to be Mr. Bitches, and uh, <laughs> we, ain't, we, ain't, we ain't all got it like that, but Nate does, and he says something came up with the lady, not to put his business out there, but... And so he needed a substitute, and so we have our good friend Coin Feeling over here. We don't, we don't take no L's, <laughs> bro. And I also just realized this is like this is the house, this is Church Street. Oh yeah, throwback. It's true. We were all roommates together for a year. Yeah, for for context, we for it was what three years. Yeah, actually, like and you even include fifteenth yeah. yeah, so year too. The band's back together. <laughs> all right. So what we got? We got some. We it's been a few weeks. It has. We haven't done this since week two, and so we got quite a few trades to talk about. So let's just dive right in. The first one we have on the list was between me and Ricky, and this was back in week two. Um, I received Jared Goff, Dalvin Cook, and Alexander Madison. Ricky received Gardner Minshew, Josh Jacobs, and Chase Edmonds. Um. I would say in the, I mean, I guess this is a little biased speaking, but in the two weeks, or however many weeks since week two, I feel like I've won this trade so far. How do y'all feel about it? I mean, dude, Dalvin, was Dalvin, he's, he's, been, he's being, been going off. He's been great. He, got, he did get hurt, but now we got Madison taking over for him. Exactly why I made sure to get Madison thrown in that trade. No, he's, he, I would say Madison is probably the most valuable, if not like, Top three most valuable handcuff. Now that now that Hunt's playing, no. Yeah, I'm not big on handcuffs in general. See, like Hunt for me is like, you know, that's like a committee type of thing. He's he's not quite, he's not quite a handcuff, but he's also you know like before Chubb he wasn't like quite starter. So he 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 still had his like own appeal, but like Madison, for sure, like top two, top three handcuffs. So that was good. I hate I hate doing handcuffs like so much. Just a burn of a roster spot unless someone gets hurt. It's like wishing someone gets hurt. Yeah. So it's protecting yourself though, and it it's gonna help me this week because Chubb will pro- or Cook will probably be out, and I will be able to play Madison. Yeah, and I'm right there with you, Call. Like I'm not big on handcuffs either, but that like it, when it when it's something that valuable for sure, I, I I'm down with it. Yeah, for an injury prone player, that makes sense. That's true. That's true. This is like Dalvin's what. Like fifth injury in like four years, but and then on the other side, I mean it wasn't bad. Like Josh Jacobs is also what top five ish running back this year. Ricky's side has been doing good too. Yeah, if Ricky held on to Chase Edmonds, I, I'd like it a little bit more for him. That's true, and I mean some of these players have been flipped. So that was what like three weeks ago, and we had a lot of turnover in this league. <laughs> yeah, which that's not bad. It keeps things interesting. That's why we do this thing. All right, so moving on, we got the next trade we're going to talk about is Ricky and Nate. And Ricky received Dallas Goddard, and Nate got Hayden Hurst and James Robinson. That's tough. Okay, so I guess I'll start out. 
I personally like Nate's side more because, I mean, Goddard, Goddard's pretty solid, but James Robinson has been, he kind of been in his bag this year. And, like, uh, I guess Nate's not here to explain it, but, like he said, that's his uh, close personal friend <laughs> from college. But, yeah, no, he's been kind of going off. Hayden Hurst has been okay. I'm not crazy about the Falcons' offense, but, I mean, Goddard going on IR, kind of like the side with healthy players, or at least for right now. Yeah, at the at the time that this trade took place, I kind of liked it. Um, but since then, James Robinson has just been going off, and then Goddard got hurt. So, yeah, I bet Ricky wants this one back for sure. Yeah, fuck you, Ricky. Stupid bitch. <laughs> What you got? Anything? Any comments, Rob? Uh, no. I was uh, like you said. Nate had a story about James Robinson. He was telling us earlier. Um, Nate works for UCA, and he said James Robinson came and played them one time and put up like two hundred plus yards on them and scored two touchdowns, and then said their field was very ugly. So <laughs> yeah, he, he said. I think it was last year they played him in whatever FCS playoff game they played. Yeah. Cause uh, where did James Robinson go? I don't remember. But I think it's like Illinois, wasn't it? Illinois State, because he said he said the card. Yes, and I agree with him. So the Cardinal, like I guess it's the Cardinals or the Redbirds. The fucking mascot for Illinois State is you know a Redbird has got teeth. And me and Nate both had mentioned that we don't fuck with mascots with bird mascots with teeth. That shit's weird, and that's one of those. <laughs> but yeah, he said uh, he said uh. It was an ugly ass feel, and he went off for like 200 plus yards, and they won the game. And that's his close personal story. But we didn't have Mr. Bitches here to explain that, so moving on. Um, so the next trade is mine with Nate, where I got Odell and Derrick Henry for D Hop, Sony Michelle, and Zach Moss. I I loved that trade <laughs> for me. Um, <laughs> I was really trying to sell D-Hop hard at the time, and pretty sure he went off on week one, so I was able to sell him high. Um, and then Sonny Michelle and Zach Moss both scored touchdowns that week, so it worked out. Yeah. Yeah, overall, I do like your uh, value side of the trade, but I do think Nate got the best overall player in Hopkins because he's been continuing to go off every week. I was low on him coming into the season, but he's proved me wrong. Um, but you got two, you have two startable players where Nate really just kind of got one back. So I would, I like your side better. Yeah, I agree. Exactly what Rob said. Like OBJ and Henry are both like, you know, they're both starters right now and they've kind of been going off on their own. And then, but D hops, I think he's like the number one receiver this year. And yeah, I was honestly not as high on D hop. And like, I think I think DeAndre Hopkins top two, like real life top two, top one receiver like in the league. But fantasy-wise, I wasn't sure how he was going to do with the Cardinals. And in another draft, in another league, I actually drafted Kenny Galladay over Hopkins. Mm. Eh, maybe not the smartest choice, but that's not Oof. this league, so I'm okay with that. And uh, But yeah, and essentially, so like Michelle and Zach Moss both kind of hurt, so it was a two-for-one. So Hopkins definitely better player out of those three but you know two for one that's still not a bad trade i think they all got flipped too yeah it kind of hurt it kind of hurt me to let go of zach moss because he was a rookie guy that was kind of <laughs> high on going into it after talking to robert um 
and then he he did well week one, so I thought he had a lot of um, upside. And then he got hurt like the next week. Yeah, I think. I'm pretty sure but, like the Bills and he's still been, been hurt trying since. to do like a a two like where Singletary's like you know the speed back, and then they got Moss as like the like bruiser back, but he's been hurt. I guess that's the price you pay being a bruiser back. But uh, but yeah, so I mean, it's been yeah. awesome. <laughs> All right, we got a nice one coming up. What you got, Rob? Yeah, so this one's between Jacob and Harrison. Um, Jacob received Aaron Jones and a 2021 sixth-round pick. Harrison received Adam Thielen, Malcolm Brown, and Jerry Judy. Um, Jacob got the best overall player in Aaron Jones, and he is starting to build for next year's draft already by picking up an extra pick. Mid-round pick, it might not be anything too special, but extra player, better than what he would have. And Harrison's Adam Thielen, he is actually the second wide receiver in the league right now, only behind Hopkins, like we were saying earlier. So he got a pretty good player back as well. Um... Malcolm Brown's not really doing anything recently, but Jerry Judy has been making some plays. So overall, pretty even trade in my book. Yeah, and like Judy's the number one, you know, receiver in Denver because of uh, Cortland getting his shit fucked up. And uh, honestly, bro, Thielen's kind of surprised me a little bit. I didn't. Same. I mean, I think he's good, but like I, I Kirk's been, you know, I, I thought one having Diggs like take attention away from him, helped him. So I thought he was going to, like, trail off a little bit. And then on top of that, I'm just not a big uh, Kirk Cousins guy, aside from his COVID truther uh, view. Just football-wise, I'm not crazy about him. Like, he's all right, but, like, you know. So kind of surprised at that. But, yeah, there's Aaron Jones. And one thing I did want to say is that, Honestly, bro, I feel like Jacob's the only one. Like, I'm not even doing this. <laughs> like, Jacob's the only one that's been, like, building towards next year's draft and, like, looking up keepers and stuff. And uh, I think that's a strategy that is uh, – I will applaud him for that. And maybe I'm going to start looking into that too. Because it is a keeper league. Yeah, both him and both him and Ricky have been trading picks so far. I don't really don't know how to value picks in next round draft because – three rounds of players are going to be gone. So a sixth-round pick is really going to be closer to a ninth-round value from the original draft, so I just don't know how to value those picks. Yeah, same. That's why I've been just kind of staying away from it. I've also only made, like, I think one trade, two trades tops. I don't remember. I know I traded with you first week. That's about it. Yep. But any comments on this one, call? Yeah, uh, I I think it was a pretty even trade. Um it just sucks for Harrison, like, the very next week that Saquon goes down and he's out of Eric Jones, too. That started his struggles, but he's building his way back up. <laughs> that is tough. That is tough. All right, uh, so moving on, we got Alec and Jacob with their trades, and I think this one's already, like, been flipped because I think James Conner's on Ricky's team, but I guess we'll get to that. But for this trade, currently it was Alec, and he received Austin Eckler and Darius Slayton, and Jacob received James Conner and a second-round pick. And this was from, I believe, a few weeks ago. And uh, so up until, I guess, this past week or a week, maybe two weeks ago, Eckler was pretty, you know, running back one. 
until he got hurt. And Darius Slayton, I will say, so I have a buddy that's a Giants fan, and I was telling him, I was like, man, like, Darius Slayton ain't no wide receiver one, like, even in real life on his team. But, I mean, shit, the Giants, like, on, I know the Giants are the Giants, but on that New York Giants team, Darius Slayton is their number one wide receiver right now. So, I stand corrected. And he's been doing good fantasy-wise. And then James Conner. Kind of, he got hurt there for a second, and then folks thought Benny Snell was gonna take over, and then he's like, "Nah, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna need that spot back." <laughs> and so, so he's kind of, you know, back on top of the pecking order. And a second round pick, like you said, Rob, it kind of gets devalued a little bit because of the keepers, but I mean, shit, it's still still a solid pick. So I'm gonna have to go with the James Conner side, just because I like the upside on that better, just by a little bit. Yeah, now we have hindsight on uh, Eckler getting hurt. Jacob's side looks a lot better, but at the time, I would agree it was a very even trade. Because we got to remember these are these are a couple weeks old. So I'm not really a big Eckler fan. Like I thought, I I like Connor. Maybe it's just because I'm a Steelers fan too. But <laughs> I like Connor a lot more than Eckler, or like in the same range that, but Connor slightly higher, and then a second round pick on top of it. Yeah. That was a good trade for Jacob. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, um, moving on to next trade, and this one is really pretty infuriating to me. Um, so this is between Rahill and Harrison, and I had spent all morning talking to both of them, trying to figure out a trade and figuring out a three-way trade. And I have this perfect one set up. I was getting Julio. I don't remember the rest of the trade details, but... Harrison realized that he could get Julio and cut me out of the trade completely. So it's exactly what he did. And Rahel ended up receiving Adam Thielen and Malcolm Brown, and Harrison received Julio. And I told him he's bringing bad karma, and Julio's going to end up getting hurt. And that is exactly what happened the next week after this trade happened. So suck it, Harrison. Can't believe you put that evil on him. (laughs) Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. No, Harrison is the reason. He's the one that did the sneaky snake trade. <laughs> I was just calling it. Mm, so I don't know, man. You can thank Harrison for that. And like we said earlier, Thielen being the number two wide receiver, I think Rahil so far has won this trade. I guess Julio could turn it around, but he has not had a very good season so far. Yeah, let that be a warning to everyone else. If you're doing a three-way or more trade to spice it up with your players and everyone's uh, side of the trade so you don't get sniped yep. and uh so you can also avoid uh rob's black magic juju voodoo bullshit uh next up is ricky and rahil uh where ricky got miles sanders and rahil got Gurley and ty i kind of like it um with the upside of ty at the time people just thought he had a bad game and he was gonna buy him low at the time um but Sanders has been kind of doing his thing. So in hindsight, maybe Ricky's side, but at the time, I thought it was pretty pretty fair trade. I definitely like Ricky's side. I definitely like Ricky's side of the trade better. I feel like Gurley and Hilton both are kind of trap players. Gurley has been scoring touchdowns. I think he's one of the league leaders in touchdowns, but if he ever has games where he doesn't score a touchdown, he's not going to be very good. And Hilton and Rivers just do not have a connection right now. So... I definitely like Ricky's side of this trade. Yeah, honestly, bro, I thought I thought T.Y. was going to do better this season. Like, I was really high on him coming in. But, I mean, uh, that's what happens when you got uh, 
Good old Philip Rivers, washed ass at quarterback. He's washed. There's <laughs> no other way around it. Looking old. Yep, like, there's a reason the Chargers uh, got rid of him. But anyway, so, and then also uh, Gurley's been straight. Like, he's been doing good, but it's also the Falcons. So, you know, they've <laughs> fucking lost, like, every game so far. And at some point, you think they're going to, you know, stop running it so much. So, I don't know. And also Gurley got fucking, like, just one leg hobbling around. So, we'll see how that goes. But, I mean, so far, he's been doing all right. And, uh, but on the other side, I mean, I fuck with Miles Sanders. Like, he's he's a solid-ass running back. Uh, that Philadelphia team definitely needs him to do better, to, like, win. So... I feel like they'll use him as long as he, you know, can stay healthy. All right, so we got a few more trades to go over, but this one is actually one of the more interesting ones to me. Uh, it's uh, definitely just a spicy one, just because uh, of the players involved, uh, not even the um, NFL players, the um, players of our league involved. Colin, do you want to... Elaborate on the spiciness of said trade. Oh, it's so spicy because of the beef. <laughs> Bad blood. The beef. Bad blood. Making it spicy. Alec and Rohan have been going at it, and I love it. Hey, man, it keeps things interesting. And I appreciate the shit talking because I'm just the natural shit talk. Division rivals. But so, so I fuck with it. Division rivals, but as we speak in the league chat, um, Alec has actually dropped the beef and moved on to beef with Jacob. Of course. Jacob is now the bum-ass bitch. I mean, bro, honestly, Jacob just be beefing with everybody, bro. Like, uh, he, he's just a, he's the natural shit talker. <laughs> just right there with me and right there with Alec. And that's just how it goes. But, I mean, that's what keeps the shit interesting, like I said. Keep the beef rolling. Keep it going. Mm-hmm. Bringing it back to the trade, we were all really shocked about this because Drake was a second-round pick and McKinnon was picked up for 25 fab or whatever it was. But uh, the first week after the trade, McKinnon definitely was the better running back to have, and Drake still hasn't really stepped up. He finally scored a touchdown. But McKinnon has hit the waiver wire since, so I guess Mm -hmm. this trade doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I guess it's a moot point now, but old old Circle Trick McKinnon was going off for a little bit, um, but definitely like the trade for Alec better. Yeah. And uh, okay, and looks like we got another uh Jacob and James Connor trade. Uh, this time we got Jacob dealing James Connor, Benny Snell first, and a third round pick to Ricky. And Ricky receiving, or that was Ricky's side, and then Jacob receiving Josh Jacobs and a second rounder in return. What y'all think? Uh, this is a pretty even trade both ways. Ricky gets a little, so a couple extra picks. He gets a first and a third, and gives up a second. Um, Jay Josh Jacobs, I would say, is a better running back than James Conner, but um. Getting the extra picks kind of evens it out for Ricky. So overall, I think this is a very fair trade. Yeah, I I think it's really fair, and I think it worked out perfectly because Jacob had the the picks to make it play. And if you get sent a first round, a third round, and a solid running back, 
you have to take it. So that that was a good trade. Uh, I I would say it's a pretty even trade. Uh, I like I like Jacobs' side a little better just because Josh Jacobs is such a fucking beast dog. Like that man is so raw. But I mean, pretty even trade. You know, you got your draft picks, but we'll see how that goes. Um. So next up was me and Drew, where I got Kirk Cousins and Stefan Diggs, and Drew got Devontae Parker, Carson Wentz. And Damian Harris. So let me get this straight. You traded <laughs> Wentz for Kirk? Yes. I really did not like having Wentz. I picked him high in the draft, and he <laughs> he lost all of his receivers. So that hurt. I was just trading him out to anybody to to take him um, and didn't mind Kirk Cousins, especially with like the week that he was going to play. Um, he was playing the Seahawks, so I was expecting – a lot of passing yards from him, um, but ended up trading him before uh, that game even happened. Yeah, I was about to. I was about to ask uh, how how that work out for you, because uh, how did how did he do? I don't. I think he only put up about fifteen. That was a big. That was a big running back game. Both Madison and Cook had over a hundred yards. That's true. They ran a lot. Well, uh, Cook actually had sixty-five yards exactly. Oh. <laughs> and I know that because my prop parlay got fucked up <laughs> because of it. Because I had, I there was a couple others that didn't hit. Like I had Justin Jefferson. He needed four catches. He got three. Chris Carson needed fifty-nine rushing yards. He got fifty-one. Mm. And, uh. Dalvin Cook got hurt on the first play, second half, stopped at 65 yards. I needed 69 yards. But, like, come on, man. Needed that, Dalvin. Needed that. I think um, coming back to that trade, Colin wins it just because Diggs is quite a bit better than Parker, especially with the way that Josh Allen's been playing. Yeah, the the trade happened at the time because – Right after, or right before this, Chubb got injured, and then he went on IR, and then Fournette got injured, I'm pretty sure, too. So Drew had no starting running back, so I sent him a running back who put up 100 yards the day before. Um, but then he ended up dropping him before he even used him. That is how you get trades done. You target other people's weaknesses. Damn, bro. Damn, Call, you just going to do him like that? Target his weaknesses and... Just fuck him up. Like, come on, man. I thought Drew was your boy. No, I was trying to help him, but he didn't He didn't use Damien. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he was just trying to fuck you, Drew. Oh, actually, it was because of COVID. It was because of COVID. He couldn't use him. I'm sorry, Drew. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, going back to the trade, uh, I definitely like it. I like Colin's side better, even though he got fucking... Uh, Captain Kirk Diggs been going off. Like, I mean, I'm not like I'm. I think Stefan Diggs one of the coldest receivers in the league. But I mean, I just didn't know how he would do with the Bills. Yeah, I didn't expect Diggs to go as crazy this year, but I'm glad he is. Yeah, like I mean, he's dude, he's so he's so fucking good. But I just didn't know how he would do with Josh Allen. Josh Allen. And uh, yeah, I mean, go ahead, bro. Josh Allen took a crazy step forward this year in his passing ability. Like. You don't see people get as inaccurate as he was to become as accurate he is now. That's true. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. That's true. I mean, he, I think part of it is that, like, they just kind of let him play how he knows how to play. Like, it looks like it, this is the first time 
in his like football life that they've ever been like, hey man, just kind of go out there, you know, throw the ball and shit, run if you need to. Cause I, I, so I didn't really watch him at Wyoming and I know he's like an athletic fast quarterback, like a mobile quarterback, but I don't think he's ever like been a runner. Even last year, I don't think he ran as much as he like could have. And now that they're kind of let him do that with the offense, it's a, it kind of opens other things up. And then you just got Stefan Diggs fucking, uh, fucking shit up on the outside. You got Cole Beasley in the slot. And uh, it's been working out for him, and working out for me as a fucking Josh Allen owner. So all right, and next next up is my trade with Rahill, um, where I got Keenan Allen, Stafford, and forty dollars, and Rahill got Nick Foles, Kirk Cousins, and Odell. How you feel about that? Uh, so I think Stafford was on bye that week, um, so I was helping him out with his quarterback issues. Because I think he didn't have a backup quarterback at the time. So I gave him Foles and Kirk Cousins. <laughs> well, and Kirk. He seemed to like Kirk. Because I'd made a couple of attempts for Stafford before with Wentz. And he was not about it. Hmm. Um, but I I was glad I got Keenan Allen out of that. Because um, Odell is just too up and down for my, my liking. He can be super great one week and then just average the next. Where Keenan's pretty consistent. So it just makes my life less stressful. So I've always been a Keenan fan, and he is definitely a tier above Odell. But this was a good trade for Rahill, too, getting two quarterbacks in a league where it can be hard to find starters, as several teams are realizing now that we have, we're having injuries in bye weeks. And so I feel like this is you got the best player, but this was a pretty fair trade and helped both teams. Yeah. Um, first of all, I want to ask, how many fucking times has Kirk been moved? <laughs> like, it seems like he's been in like the last five trades. But, uh, okay, I actually really do like Odell, and I think it just took him a little bit to get a stride with uh, Baker. But, I mean, he's been he's pretty he's pretty good. Keenan, as long as he's healthy, he see he kind of fights that injury bug a lot. So as long as he's healthy, I kind of like Colin's side better. But like you said, Rob, this isn't a bad trade for either side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Considering you need uh, quarterbacks in this league. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm involved in these next two. So, first one was between me and Jacob. I received Robert Woods, Phillip Rivers, and Aaron Jones. Jacob got DJ Moore, Jared Goff, and Joe Mixon. Um, well, I get the best player in this draft in this trade with Aaron Jones and to me Robert Woods is this was a step up from DJ Moore but Jacob was so tired of starting his quarterbacks that he needed an upgrade and so he got Jared Goff over Phillip Rivers and um I don't know I feel like my side's a little bit uh more value heavy but it helped Jacob's team so I feel like it's a good trade for both of us uh yes this was the um infamous Aaron Joe's is very expensive trade. <laughs> and uh it's as it turns out Aaron Jones Aaron Jones was indeed very inexpensive or at least not as expensive as he was marketed. <laughs> so, I mean, uh for this trade, I I don't know, I like I like Robert's side cuz everybody on that list besides Jared Goff, I like their counterpart. I like uh Robert Woods just a little better than DJ Moore because of uh, Robbie Anderson kind of showing up and showing out. I like 
Aaron Jones, obviously, more than Joe Mixon. But I like Jared Goff a little better. And, you know, I, Goff is a good upgrade for uh, Jacob over old Asheville. Yeah, I, I think the trade made Jacob's team better, but Robert definitely got the better value out of it. Um, I think Jacob could have held on a little bit longer and got something better. But at the same time, Jacob's pretty active, so I bet he was expending all of his opportunities with those trades. So it worked out. Bro, you already know that motherfucker was high as fuck. That <laughs> trade. <laughs> he like he he already he had a blunt rolled. He definitely said he was stoned and just sent it to me. Mm-hmm. That's a <laughs> that's what he does, man. <laughs> just, just get baked and trade. Um, Not the worst. The last either. trade we have on those, and I guess if y'all realize we didn't hit all the trades, there were several of them that we decided to cut out of it just for time's sake. But um, yeah, keep it up. Keep trading. Yeah, these these were the important ones. But the last trade was a three way trade. It was between Major and Will. Um, I received Tyreek and Nick Chubb. Will received Aaron Jones, and Drew received Raheem Mostert. Will gave up Raheem Mostert. Drew gave up Chubb, and I gave up Aaron Jones. Will gave up Tyreek too. I like this trade, but I was really worried I was going to get sniped again, just like Harrison did. So I had Will promise that when I sent it, he wouldn't cut me out and just take (laughs) Chubb. But to be fair, I don't know if either of their teams could hold Chubb for the next several weeks. Whereas my team's a little bit deeper, and I can put him on the IR and still have the highest projected points of the week. So... Okay. You know, I don't need him. Okay, you, bro, you didn't even use Aaron Jones, did you? <laughs> I like you, you were just like this ain't final destination. I didn't this, even start him. <laughs> I held him through his bye. This is just the layup. <laughs> you just got the brick I, and flipped it. Got the zip and shipped it. That's <laughs> I held him. I held the only week I had him was on his bye, so that was kind of silly, but whatever. <laughs> hey man, that's how we do. I guess uh, once Mostert comes back, it'll be like kind of even, and I guess once Chubb comes back. We'll see. Drew needed a starting running back now. Will now has Aaron Jones and Zeke, and I picked up two very good players, so I feel like it helped all of our teams. All right. Um, and since that's it with trades, let's look at. So we we're looking at injuries, but I like to I like to call this one injury slash fuck ups because it's they're not playing, but it ain't all because it's a bodily injury. Um, so, well, first up, we got a few players on IR. So, first up, we got Austin Eckler, IR, out with a hamstring. McCaffrey, out with an ankle. Nick Chubb, out with a knee, all on IR. Um, Eckler, uh, he got put on a few weeks ago, but Mm -hmm. I think he's got, what, like, three weeks left? Two. Okay, so it's two left. I think it's left. two more at least, yeah. Okay, yeah. So he's still out for a little bit. Three total. Okay, and uh, so yeah, and I think, who, who's got him? Alex. Alex. Okay, okay, Alex got him. Well, thank God, because I play him. <laughs> and do not want to be facing. Oh, shit, and he's got McCaffrey, too. Um, So, thank God, they, <laughs> they're both on IR. But also, I mean, it's very unfortunate that uh, players are injured so in real life and that sucks but as it says in the good book if they are to be injured let them be injured against me ecclesiastes sixteen thirty two. <laughs> well uh and that's uh both well mccaffrey might be back this week but 
I mean, he's still, Mike Davis has been doing pretty good, and so they might have him sit out for maybe more. I don't know how long it takes for them to be activated off IR. Um, and then we got Nick Chubb. He got, um, his backup's been, got, I think got picked up by somebody, Dearness Johnson, but he ain't really do shit. So He was grabbed, I don't remember, I think Jacob got him for like two. Oh, okay. I thought somebody like spent some money on him or something, and I was like, damn, that's a waste. <laughs> that would be tragic. I think someone bid a lot for him, but they couldn't pick him up because they already had a full roster. So Jacob got well, I think, him. I two. think it might have been me. I think I put 22 on him, but I picked up uh, Justin Jackson for 30 or something. Aren't you, aren't, aren't you happy that you didn't get him? Jackson looks good. And yeah, ja- you got Jackson instead. So that was a, a lucky break, I guess. Um, going down the line, that's all the injuries. I do want to shout out Dak. Rip. RIP. Um, not trying to you know delve into him too much, but that's yeah. It, uh, sorry to this man. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. But next up, we got some fuck ups. Uh, first fuck up of the week number one. Fuck up number one is Michael Thomas. <laughs> we got <laughs> slant boy. Yeah. Michael Thomas be apparently been throwing hands in practice. Uh, he got <laughs> he got into it with the with old head Michael uh, Malcolm Jenkins, and mm-hmm. yeah, they just they <laughs> apparently one of the fucking uh, I think it was Malcolm uh, called him fucking slant boy, and <laughs> homeboy got mad about that, so he he got into fisticuffs. He's the next with, diva receiver with him and the other two receiver uh, two corners on his team but yeah i mean i guess like <laughs> if you i guess yeah hey, that's how i felt about ab <laughs> like i want to give him benefit it don't of, matter when you're winning <laughs> i want to give him benefit of doubt yeah you're right but i mean ab was once they get paid was it was different like i don't like hating on ab too much i think he just had issues but yeah, yeah. i picked up ab today Josie. yeah i was wondering why did you do that just because is he like supposed to come back or what's up? Yeah, I was hoping to freak y'all out and y'all be like, "Oh shit, <laughs> is he is he getting signed again?" I'm I'm dropping him again. <laughs> Damn. Well, if he does get signed, that'd be crazy. Wonder where he'd go. But yeah, he's not one of our fuck ups of the week. Uh, number one was Michael Thomas. Uh, fuck up number two is Melvin Gordon because homeboy uh, apparently. Uh, Signed a new contract, but he can't can't afford an Uber or some shit. He he got uh, arrested for driving under the influence. Um, like I don't. He, like, what was was he speeding? He was going like twenty five to thirty miles over uh, the speed limit. See, bro, you can't be doing two illegal things at once. <laughs> like you got to pick one. You either drink and drive or you speed. Like you shouldn't be drinking driving, just at all. But like, bro, pick one. You can't <laughs> you can't be doing both. You can't be. Riding dirty and have a tail light out. Don't break the law while you're breaking the law. Exactly. Like, I mean, I'm not even a lawyer yet, but it's my lawyer advice. You fucking pick one, bro. You got shit in the car. <laughs> you don't speed. You go speed limit. You don't break any. You don't break a fucking stop sign. Nothing like that. You uh, pick one. But, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he was drunk. And uh, that's uh, how the cookie crumbles. Isn't that right? That's how it crumbles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so last, uh, our last fuck up of the week is actually, um, it's actually kind of personal for you, Colin, isn't it? It's, these last two have been pretty personal. <laughs> Cause I got Melvin Gordon too. That true, really hurts. True. But, uh, check what is, what's um, up with this one? But Adam Gase, 
you're a fucking idiot, dude. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, this is, we've been, dude, bro. How does this man still have a job? I'm, I'm, Straight, I'm telling like, you, their, come their on. plan is to keep Adam Gase to get the number one pick and then fire his ass and take over the league with Tua. Bro, they're just trying the to. Jet, the Jets are playing the long I game. I think I saw a stat. I saw a stat that Adam Gase, um, his teams are zero and seven versus winless team. Jeez. So he's really good at tanking. <laughs> Bro, they just if you need a win. Make the other team not good at tanking and tank yourself. Bro, he, he's for the people like that means if you need a win, you got Adam Gase. Like he's for that's that coach's fraternity. He's for the people. <laughs> like bro where the fuck was who was the um fucking when they went 0 and sixteen, who was the Browns coach? Uh what Hugh Jackson? Yeah. Hugh Yes, bro. Like, where the fuck was Adam Gase when, when Hugh needed that win? <laughs> he would have avoided 0-16. He might not get fired. That's fuck up number three because uh, he released Le'Veon Bell, and now he looking like he's going to the Chiefs, right? Yeah, what's, your, what's y'all's opinion on the, the new maybe committee in Kansas City? I don't know. I hope it's a committee. Yeah. God, Same. I hope it's a committee. Same. <laughs> I mean, I don't have uh, Clyde in any of my leagues. And so I'm straight with that. I don't really have any Chiefs players, unfortunately, in any of my leagues. So, hey man, take take everybody's snap count away, Le'Veon. Go off. Yeah. But like, bro, this this Chiefs team is so fucking stacked now. Like, god damn. Like, it's just, I I mean, bro, and like they're probably gonna be another dynasty. Like, we're gonna see the Patriots all over again, and I'm gonna have another team to hate now. I don't know if their defense holds up to any of the Patriots' defense of recent, but I think this Chiefs offense may be better than any of the recent Patriots' offenses. I don't know how you can stop them. Bro, they're just so fucking stacked. They've got, like, so many damn weapons. It's crazy. And Andy, but that's the thing, though. Andy Reid is the perfect guy to use them. Like they got Hill, Clyde, um, fucking Kelsey. Kelsey's probably the best one on there. But that's the home. thing, though. The, the teams that... The past two off seasons that have like made some crazy changes, like the Browns and the Buccaneers, where we're just like, damn, how is anyone going to beat them? I don't know. It just seems like the team chemistry isn't there yet, so they're not doing too hot. Uh, maybe that happens with Bell. I don't know. But for some reason, the past two times, it hasn't worked out so far. I mean, Bruce Arians is a great coach, so like maybe he'll get it done. But I mean, also, it's like it's got to be. Who's bringing it together? Like, uh, like Rob said, Andy Reid can get it done. He can bring them together. I will say, Le'Veon, it's, it's point, not yeah. official yet that he is going to the Chiefs, but it is suspected that he will be. I mean, it's pretty much like official, isn't it? Sheffner put the tweet out. Yeah, yeah I mean, there it you said go. league source says it's gonna happen. Le'Veon's the damn league source. He's just <laughs> leaking the shit his damn self. <laughs> But, dude, what's crazy is that, like, Gase had the highest odds to be the first coach fired. Um, like, when we were, when we were going to do this, like, a couple weeks ago, I had the odds right now. He had the, like, best odds at um, plus <laughs> 275. And uh, and then the next highest were Dan Quinn and Matt Patricia, who I, I thought Matt Patricia would be the first one out. But, okay, he doesn't get fired. And then... Uh, so, who was it? Bill O'Brien was actually the first one fired. And then, second one fired, Matt, uh, Adam Gase still had the highest odds. I think he was, like, a favorite, like, minus something. 
and he still didn't get fired. Hmm. They fired Dan Quinn instead. <laughs> and it's just like, dog, how, how the fuck out? Do you still have a job? It's crazy. I think I, I forgot to check the odds, but I think he still still has the highest odds. Wild. But man, shit. I guess that's what how you get third fuck up. With me, bro. <laughs> like, be, be scamming people into jobs. Be dropping Levy on Bell, and you end up on Nab's list of fuck ups. Cookie crumbles that way too, I guess sometimes. Yeah. How how does he explain that to like the owners? Like, hey, I'm dropping Le'Veon Bell because uh, we can save a couple million dollars and uh, our backup's Frank Gore. So we'll be good to go, man. Bro, but they, like they didn't even save that much money. Like they, whenever they cut him, like they still have to pay a bulk of his contract. Like there's the other team only yeah, has paid so That's minimum. just an obvious tank move. Like there's <laughs> no exactly. way around it. Exactly. Like, uh-huh. I mean, I don't know what else. Unless Le'Veon did something like at practice or something. Oh, bro, you but. already know. He, Le'Veon was talking mad shit to. For sure, guys. you gotta know he was. Like there was no. I just know he Tom. Was, he, he was just talking mad. Tomlin sitting there, so thankful he didn't have to put up with Bell or uh, Brown anymore. They were not friends, uh, bro. But that's the thing. It's like Tomlin. Like he he's a player's coach. Like I feel like they got along. Like even with AB, he handled it better. Yeah, like I mean. Le'Veon probably, like, you know, he probably was the way he was or is mm-hmm. the way he is. But, like, Tomlin, people actually like playing for Mike Tomlin. I don't think anybody likes playing for Mike, uh, Adam Gase. Like, no, his players hate him. Yep, like, this <laughs> is, he's just a trash ass coach. But, I mean, not fired yet, but for right now, he's uh, fuck up number three of the week. And uh, now we got. So from the last few weeks, we got close matchups. Uh, what we got, call on these uh, close wins? All right. So all three of these are going to be from week three. Um, and they were all three points or less in the spread between them, how they finished. Uh, so the first one we got Rob and Drew, who Rob ended up winning by .7. I remember this Robbie, game. Yeah, you got anything on that? Yeah, I remember this game and Mahomes for Drew's team was going at the. He had Mahomes going, and the final drive they were running the ball out, and every time Mahomes would drop back to pass, I was so scared because I mean, like, a, only one by point seven. He only needed to complete like one ten yard pass or something, but I held on and I pulled it out. It was crazy. Uh, no biter for sure. The the next game was Nabil and Rahil. Nabil, you won by three points. Can you give us a little sum on that? All right, bro. This game was crazy. So I was winning by like, shit, like 20-something. <laughs> and uh, Rahul had uh, fucking Alvin Kamara. And he's like, bro, Alvin Kamara, that was that fucking Sunday night game where he just goes off. Like, the Saints got whooped, but he was going off against the Packers. And, bro, Kamara put up 41 and it's like fourth quarter and i'm losing by like five <laughs> and uh bro uh rahil's like bro i got this shit and he just started talking mad shit talking mad head and fourth quarter comes around you know it's a passing game the fucking saints are still losing but my uh fucking mvp of the year troy con smith Ends up with, uh, on that last drive, ends up with two receptions for 20 yards. 
So and uh, so I'm down by like two something, and Traquan gets those two receptions, gets four points, and all of a sudden Rahil talking shit, and I'm up by two. <laughs> and uh, he said he was gonna drive off a cliff that night, <laughs> but um, I'm glad to say that I don't think he did. So Rahil, I will see you again next week, buddy, or some other week. And good game. But, dude, that was such a great win for me. I fucking, that was awesome. Um, And the next one we got was Harrison and Ricky. And Harrison won on a stat correction of .02 points. (laughs) That was insane. That sucks. Fuck Ricky. Ricky went to bed thinking he won and woke up and realized he lost. I think it was the the (laughs) last play of the Cowboys drive. Dak threw a pick. Is that what, what ended up doing it? I don't know what was the rough. I have no idea what the stack correction was. They don't have. They don't keep a running list of what stack <laughs> corrections are. It just. It I just I I even emailed the sleeper like staff and asked him, but yeah, but he. <laughs> I really they, wanted to know. They just emailed back. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> the stack correction was fuck Ricky. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> Sucks to suck, bitch. He he had like a two point cushion, and then the pick at the end really just. Sometimes it'd be like that, you know? Mm. <laughs> Bro, even Sleeper was just like, man, this is fuck this guy. You're going to get no. And and that's that's Harrison's <laughs> only win so far, which is great that it came that way. <laughs> Bro, that's fantastic. Um, So I am subscribed to this fantasy pros website and they give you can import your league and they give um power rankings based on your team and this is based on a mix of different experts or people that do this for a living based on their rankings and so quote unquote experts and so everyone at the top of the list is going to say these are spot on and everyone at the bottom of the list is going to say these rankings are crazy so i don't want to hear it but we're just going to go over them just so we can all see how this website thinks that we're all ranked out. I'm saying it's crazy. Um, I'm at the top. Of course. And it gives it gives the top player just 100, so everyone else is kind of based off of them. Mm-hmm. Colin is in second place with 87. Wrong. Nabil, or Nate comes in third with 84. Wrong. Uh, I guess that's Alec is um, tied for fourth with Will. They both are, have 80 for their team. Nabil is in sixth. With Jacob with seventy nine, bro. Like, how the fuck am I in sixth? <laughs> Rahil is in eighth with seventy three, followed by Drew with seventy two, and then Rohan with sixty seven, uh, Harrison with sixty two, and finally Ricky, Ricky coming up last with fifty eight. Oh my god, you suck, dude. That's the only part they got right. You were behind people. Harrison. They they said Ricky was last. All right, but Rob, you said you didn't want to hear it, but you don't hear it from me. Uh, what the hell the fuck am I sixth place? Like, that shit doesn't make any sense. None whatsoever. Like, bro, it says I'm fucking, I have the third, like, ranked, I'm ranked number three for quarterbacks. I have fucking Russell Wilson and Josh Allen, like, one and three all together. How does that not yeah, add up to fucking... Like, number one, best ranking. Who's number one on that? Drew, because he has Mahomes. Eh, fuck Mahomes. Uh, he... Wentz. 
Yeah, no, I, I guess it just takes the starting quarterback. Yeah, I mean, but I guess, but even okay, but even in like the total team ranking, I'm, I'm, yeah, it still says three, and I'm like, yeah, and then it, and so like, what the fuck going on? Yeah, I, I would probably give your quarterback position top ranking. Yeah, bitch, like what the fuck? <laughs> Experts. Yeah, I don't know how this website does it, but we'll we'll. We'll keep up with the, throughout the year and edit it and fake keep you all updated to who moves up and down on the rankings. These fake ass experts. <laughs> so, uh, we got anything else you guys want to cover? No, I think we've covered almost everything. All right, cool. So, uh, before we go, um, last time we were gonna do the show, Nate, um, aka Nady Betts, was gonna give you some of his picks for the weekend, um, and since he is not here, our uh, resident degenerate uh, gambling expert is not here. Uh, I will try my best to substitute for him and take over. So instead of Nady's bets this week, you get Nab's bets. Um, and so I've got a few lined up for you. First up, we got the Ravens. Um, as of right now, they're minus eight, so an eight point favorite over. Uh, where are they playing? Ah, that's right, the Sly S Eagles. So yeah, um, they're an eight-point favorite, and the odds are even money, which is pretty good for uh, spread. And uh, definitely, as of right now, we're recording this. It's eight points. Uh, I I definitely think it's gonna the line's gonna move. But as of right now, if you can get this in time, I would suggest getting the Ravens at minus eight. Um, next up, we got the Chiefs. They're playing the Bills on like that Monday night reschedule, and I got them. Minus four and a half points, so four and a half point favorite at uh, minus 115 odds. Pretty good. I mean, it's the Bills. Like, Bills are, uh, you know, they lost that their their last game to the Titans. And, I mean, I think they'll bounce back a little bit, but it's also the Chiefs. And four and a half points, I, I expect the Chiefs to beat them by more. Um, next up, we got the Rams. And I like the Rams on both uh I mean, if you want to take the spread, they're three and a half point favorites. Uh, it's the Niners, I believe, on Sunday night. Um, or I like the money line, honestly. Like it's not, it's not too bad. It's minus one seventy five. Uh, that's the Rams. Niners are boo boo. Uh, Jimmy G ain't he ain't it. And I don't know. I think I think the Rams pull this one off. And I mean, I think they win by more than three and a half. But if you want to take money line, you can. Um, and then my last pick is my spicy pick of the week. If you feeling lucky, if you feeling spicy, I would suggest sprinkling a little bit on the Bengals money line. They are, I forget what the spread is. I think it's like nine or something at the time. Uh, but they are plus 300 underdogs. And uh, I think that's pretty good for a long shot. And I had the... Would like to point out that my spicy pick of the week last week was the Raiders, who were plus I think three seventy five or something like that over the um over the Chiefs. And actually, that one I didn't place money on that unfortunately, but that was my pick last week. And so my pick this week is the Bengals. Uh, is they're playing the Colts? I think the Colts are due for a loss. And I think Joe Burrow's due for a win because uh, I don't think he has one yet. Does they he? beat the ja- they beat the uh, Jaguars. Ah, okay, okay. So he's got 
He's got one, but um, I think he comes in, falls out, and you get that um, plus 300 uh, payout. So those are my picks of the week, courtesy of Na- Nasty Nabs Bets. I like it. Are these your locks? Hmm. Are they my locks? Are you locking them in? Um. Okay. I'm definitely locking in. I would say I'm definitely locking in Ravens minus eight. I'm feeling pretty good about the other two. I would say Chiefs minus four and a half. Pretty much a lock two. I'm feeling good about the Rams. I'm. That's probably the one I'm most iffy about. But I'm still pretty calm. I would say that's like an 80%, you know, lock. And, dude, the Bengals, like, ugh, it's not a lock because it's a long shot. But I really think, I really think they got it. I think they'll pull it out. And so, you know, I would suggest, you know, sprinkling a little, like I said, sprinkling a little on the Bengals and let them bless you. But we'll see how it goes. If you win, it's credits me. And uh, <laughs> if you lose, that shit ain't my fault. I'm just thinking of the... Thinking of the Lefko locks from last year. Do you remember those? I do not. Were they really bad? The Bleacher Report. Oh, my God. Lefko is horrible at his locks. He um he did like this thing every week called Lefko Locks. He chews either three or four games, and they post it on like, Bleacher Report's Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I he had a horrible losing record, like <laughs> maybe 25%. On the season, <laughs> it was it was awful, and dude was getting paid to do this. Ooh. All right, yeah, buyer beware. I just started betting this summer, like actually betting. Like I've always looked at lines and shit, but I've actually started putting money on it. But football is one thing that I've been watching for like years. Like we going on almost two decades. So I'm not saying I'm an expert, but I think I can pick. And definitely, I've had my best luck picking football. Uh, bets. So we'll just see how it goes. But that's all I got. All right. Yeah, we are hitting an hour. So this was a lot longer than last time, but I think it's still good. Good talk. It was fun. Yep. Thank you, Colin, for joining us. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me in. Yeah. Good luck. All right, guys. Unless there's anything else y'all got, except for out. Yeah. Good luck. Because I'm a beat your ass. <laughs> All right. See you later. Hey. How fit to be the boss? Let me find out. My team bowling. You look like you need a timeout. I'm a star. In the clutch. I'm a shine out. Working hard. Yeah, I'm back on my grind now. Game on. Took a loss, but I stay strong. Super Bowl rings. I just want to play off. Gotta go hard. I can never play soft. Giant in New York. I run it back like Saquon. Touchdown, I got a stunt Randy Moss, yeah, my number's going up hey.